Hey everyone, my name is Rob Moyola and welcome to the Hayakiki Podcast, a podcast about industry, entrepreneurship, and life from a person that sucks at all three. And you are uh, listening to the last episode that I'm going to be doing from my condo because I move out tomorrow, which will explain why I'm sitting on the floor with poor lighting and looks like I am being held hostage if you're watching the video podcast. Um, yeah, man, today's my last night in the condo, moving back in with my parents tomorrow, and, uh, yeah, mixed emotions, I would say. Um, all my furniture's gone, so I'm sitting on the floor, I can actually take you guys out. Look at that, sitting on the floor. If you're listening right now, I'm showing everyone my almost empty condo. Here's me. Oh, just showed you my crotch, sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is me sitting on the floor. I have a little laptop here. And uh, yeah, just chilling. Sorry, one second. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it, man. I don't know. It feels weird. It's, uh, you know, I'm turning 30 this year, so obviously there's part of me that thought my life would be a lot different. Um, You know, I'm obviously moving out to put myself ahead financially. Uh, But that comes out of sacrifice. Um, And... I don't know, as much as I want to be that guy on on the internet that's like, you know, you got to make sacrifices in life if you want things to happen. If you want your life to be what you want your life to be, then you got to fucking, you got to drink water every day and you got to put in 30, like, I'm not that guy. Like, I think I'm making the right call. Financially, on paper, it's the right call. Um, In reality, am I making the right call? Fuck, I don't fucking know. Um, Yeah, let me change this light really quickly, sorry. Alright, I'm back. Um, Yeah, I don't know if I'm making the right call. It feels like I'm making the right call, but... um, I guess guess time will tell. Um, There's going to be a lot of freedoms that I'm giving up and a lot of um, things that I'm probably taking for granted now that I'm going to find out in the not-so-near... Not so distant future, rather. Um, But uh, I guess right now I'm just making the best decision I can. I'm a lucky guy. You know, I got sick parents that um, are very gracious and they've got a nice house and they're very accommodating and I get along with them well, which I'm, as I get older, I'm realizing is not a very common thing. Um, But, you know, I've been here for three years and lots happened you know had a lot of great times with friends and family and I ate and I was hungry and I was thirsty and I drank and fell in love I got my heart broken I uh, was hung over I worked out I cooked well I ordered in I watched funny TV I watched sad TV I listened to my record player I listened to my mp3 player to my iPod like my iPhone like I don't know I did it all and, um, you know, maybe in 
a year the guy that's moving in here is going to move out and I come back in and it'll be no big deal or I don't know maybe my life changes and this place just becomes a rental property forever and I don't know it's very um very monumental I would say in my life and uh which is one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast as as much as I'm trying to provide entertainment slash education to yourself. Um, it's also a good timestamp for me to one back one day watch this back and think, uh, you know, I can't believe he was so bummed out or maybe I'll reach through the screen and be like, no, Rob, you're making the wrong decision or I don't know what I'm going to think. But um, for now, I guess I'm just, you know, I feel like I'm making the right call. One thing that I'm learning, I don't know if I talked about this before, but one thing I'm learning is it's a good idea to make decisions that the person, it's a good idea to make decisions that you think you'll be happy with 10 years from now. Meaning if you're 30, make decisions that you think the 40 year old self will be happy with. And a good way to do that is to think about the decisions you made 10 years ago that you're happy with. So for example, again, if you're 30, think of a decision you made in your, when you're 20 or early 20s or whatever that you're happy that you made now. So if you traveled a lot in your 20s and you're happy with all the perspective you have, then maybe continue traveling in your 30s. If you traveled a lot in your 20s and you didn't really enjoy it and you pissed away a lot of money and now you're broke, maybe don't tra- <laughs> maybe don't travel so much. Um, I don't know anyone who regrets traveling though, unless something unless something bad happened, then yeah. Um, so you know, I think 40 year old Robert is going to be happy that I made this decision. However, 29 almost 30 year old Robert is. On the fence, I guess. Um, and it's tough to... Uh, yeah, it's a big decision. And um, I've been thinking about it for a while. So, we'll see. I guess part of it's... You know, when you're 18, you think that when you're 30, your life is going to be this grandiose you know, married with kids and a house and a boat and a cottage. And obviously I was 18 and dumb and didn't know my tits from my ass. But, um, you know, part of this is a big realization that that isn't happening right now. Um, which isn't the worst thing. And I'm not, I'm not asking for a pity party, but, um, you know, there's part of me that thought this would be different if I'm being completely honest. There's part of me that thought my life right now would be different than what it is. And I have a great life and I'm super, super excited about my future and I'm glad I'm doing the things that I'm doing and I have uh, a world of doors that could potentially open to a lot of great things. Um, but, uh, you know, sometimes you get caught up in the what ifs and uh, when you make biz- big decisions like this, it often leads to reflection and to what ifs um so that's what i'm in now but uh you know i'm just gonna enjoy my last night 
Might order some food, pour a drink, listen to some Springsteen, and uh, yeah, maybe throw on a movie and just enjoy my last night here. Um, yeah. What else have I been doing? That yeah, that, that came off as kind of somber, but I'm much more upbeat about it than I put off. It's just you know, it's a weird feeling. I would say, anyone who has. If there's anyone listening here that has kids, you know, them moving out is, them moving out's a big deal, and if any of them ever move back in, this is me speaking from current experience, if they seem hesitant, it, moving back in with your parents seems like a step backwards, and Maybe it is and maybe it isn't, but that's what it feels like to a kid moving back in. Because when you're out, you think, hey, this might be, yeah, I might be out forever, you know, meet a girl, meet a guy, whatever side of the fence you're on, um, get a house, have, a, have my own family, like, this might be it. And then you move back in with your folks and you're like, fuck, I guess that's, <laughs> I guess that didn't work out. And you know, when you're young, you have these grand these huge plans you think you're going to take over the world by 22 and you get older and you realize that's not possible for everyone um but yeah if anyone listening has kids and they're moving back in i would say just um maybe have that conversation with them around life and status and progress um and maybe help them realize that moving back in with their parents isn't a bad thing and it's not a failure. It's, uh, you know, just a sidestep. And, you know, sometimes sidesteps are a good thing. Like in football. Um, yeah. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I've been crushing food lately, which is good. Putting on that weight. I don't have a scale, so I'm going to weigh myself tomorrow. I'm trying to get up to 155, 160, and then, like, start crushing the gym. Um, More so than I am now. Um, I figure if I don't have a job, then the least I can do is get my physical activity and body in the shape that I've wanted it to be when I didn't have time. Um, So that's exciting to be able to control that aspect of my life. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Still doing the Caller Country podcast. If you haven't listened, please do so. If you're listening right now and you haven't subscribed to my YouTube page, please do so. We're trying to build it. It is a fucking slow grind trying to build a YouTube page, but step by step, inch by inch, we're trying to get there. Um, and yeah, that's about it. A pretty somber podcast, but, um, I think it'll be cool to watch this one day and either laugh or cry or whatever it is at my previous self um should be interesting i wrote down some thoughts that i had over the week maybe i'll read these out maybe a half a laugh or something i don't know uh what did i write down um does being does me being gay make me a better candidate why would i write that down (laughs) oh because i'm applying for jobs and Every time you apply for a job, it's the, the diversity quiz, 
where they ask you 10 questions. Are you uh, part of the LGBT community? Are you a visible minority? Are you an invisible minority? Um, what are some of the other ones? Uh, what gender are you? Um, there's a bunch of different ones. Do they ask about where you live or something like that? No, those are the main ones. Gender, race, sexual orientation. Those are the main ones. And of course, for me, it's like straight, white, male. And that probably fucking gets me thrown to the bottom of the list. But what I wonder is like, okay, you have diversity goals, which is great. You want to have, let's say you have 100 employees. You want a certain percentage of them to be a visible minority. A certain percentage of them to be an invisible minority. A certain percentage of them to be part of the LGBT community. A certain percentage of them to have uh, a certain... um, I guess gender influx. I don't know what the fucking word is. But what kills me is that like, okay, you do all your math, you want to hire 10, you want to hire 10 black people. Five of them women, five of them men. So let's say you hire five black dudes and then one awesome black dude, just like top notch, applies and some shrub white guy like me applies. Are you going to, well, maybe not me because I'm not part of the diversity group, but then uh, an Asian woman applies and she's not nearly as good as the uh, black dude that's applying, but you've already reached your quota for black dudes and now you got to get women in. So you're going to hire this woman. Like what? That's what I don't get about these questionnaires is, are you going to reject me based on anything other than my merit? That's what I find very confusing. And I honestly don't know the answer. So I'm very curious if anyone has one. Um, Does me being gay make me a better candidate? (laughs) Sometimes I just like write them quickly. And like, I don't fucking know. Um, ADD of problems. Alabama, the Amazon. Yeah, ADD of problems. Can we pick a fucking problem and solve it? Instead of getting all pissed off about the problem and then just moving on to another problem like what what's happening with amazon but before you google what what's happening with the amazon you have no clue do you of course not because everyone's moved on to 40 other fucking problems what's going on with the uh, abortion laws in alabama what happened to that um the owner of the golden state warriors that dude who pushed kyle lowry and everyone was ready to fucking hang him does anyone know what happened of course not because everyone keeps fucking moving on to these other issues like, oh, and then we wonder why 40 years later we haven't solved anything because we just keep moving on and on and on and on. Oh, man, the ADD of problems. That's actually a good, loud bike. Um, that's actually a good headline for once for me to write. Um, yeah, All right, what else do I got? Drake talking about manifesting his home. You hear the version that didn't come true at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching um, Drake's. He did a pod, a video podcast. This was like eighteen months ago, twenty-four months ago. He did a video podcast at his house in Forest Hill, and he tells a story about how he used to drive through that neighborhood when he was a nobody, and he used to drive girls through that neighborhood and be like, "This is where I'm going to live one day." And he's like, I manifested this house. Like, me thinking about this house is what built this house. Me, like, constantly dwelling on it. So, 
the ver- and then you hear the version that didn't come true at a bar. So every, for every one Drake, where he has the, the podcast, millions of views, House in Forest Hill, and he's telling that grandiose story, for every one of those, you could walk into any bar in any city and hear a thousand stories of, man, I should have been a fucking... <laughs> I had dreams of being... Uh, R&B singer and it didn't work out I had dreams of being a country singer and it didn't work out I had dreams of being an actor and it didn't work out But you never hear those fucking stories Do you? Like when someone says Like right now I'm trying to build my YouTube page If in six months from now I say fuck it And it doesn't go anywhere And someone goes oh man what happened to your YouTube page I go the same thing that happens with 99.99999% Of other YouTube pages where people have these grand plans about how they're going to be the next Logan Paul or whatever, and they end up being Hogan Schmall. Like, that's that's the far majority, but you don't hear those stories. You only hear the success stories of, I made a video of a penguin fucking a moose, and I got 100 million views, and now I'm uh, living in Beverly Hills, uh, drinking some sort of fancy liquor. Um... Yeah, so it's like, or like if someone's being a musician and it doesn't work out and someone goes, oh, another rapper from the borough that didn't make it. Yeah, that's 99% of musicians don't make it. There's like four Ed Sheerans on this planet. So it's really when you see someone being successful, that's when you should be like, whoa, what the fuck? Every time you see someone being successful, it should blow your mind because for every one successful person, there's... 500,000 trillion people who never even got past 40 subscribers on YouTube. So for him to make him or her or they to, to make it that far, is it's crazy. And it's even crazier when you try. It's even crazier when you try. When I make a YouTube video and like best case scenario, one of the podcast episodes gets 50 views. Not that I'm doing it for the views, but I'm just saying. I make a podcast episode and it gets 50 views and I'm like, yeah, nice, 50 views. And then I see, you know, a famous podcast release an episode and 45 minutes later it's got 100,000 views. Like, that blows my mind because I've made a bunch of videos that got nowhere. But if you're just some dude who watches YouTube and you see that, you go, yeah, of course, they're popular. Of course they'll get a lot of views. But you don't fucking realize how incredibly incredible that is. It's like when you watch someone play guitar and you go, oh, that's pretty good. And then you try and play guitar and it takes you three months to play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And you see a video of Eddie Van Halen. You go, holy shit, that is Jesus. Right there. I am looking at him. That is Jesus. So anyway, for every one Drake, there is 100,000 Blakes at a bar that never got anywhere. So remember that, please. Um, you're supposed to have ED at 40. <laughs> yeah, those commercials where they're like, are you, are you 45? Are you in your 40s and suffering from rectal dysfunction? It's like, yes, I'm supposed to. Finally, nature is helping turn down the boneheaded testosterone that you've come that comes with being in your early 20s 
where you just you can't fucking focus on anything because the littlest dumbest shit makes you want to call your ex-girlfriend so you can hook up erectile dysfunction is a good thing your testosterone going down is a good thing guys who fucking take testosterone replacement in their 50s why why don't you want to let go of the constant just the constant you know it's impossible to to explain to a woman but if a guy's listening you know exactly what i'm talking about just you know louis ck did about a bit about this you go into a library and like a girl is kind of attractive and now you can't even <laughs> you gotta take that book to go because you can't fucking read that book in there all you're gonna be thinking about is a librarian just and that's everywhere you go to get ice cream maybe it's me but i feel like hot girls follow me around i try and like go for a leisurely walk to get ice cream and the girl serving ice cream is like a 12 out of 10 and i'm like of course of course I can't even just sit and eat fucking macchiato sorbet without a borderline model serving it to me. And that's all I'm going to think about for the next two hours. Of course I'm supposed to have erectile dysfunction at 40. That is God saying, you know what? You dig your time. You can finally relax. Raise a family. Have a kid. Just like, oh man. Maybe learn how to play Parcheesi instead of just the Constant, it's just the constant, the constant, oh God, it just doesn't go away. And and you can't explain it to anyone who's not a guy. You can't, I've tried explaining it to women. They just like, there's no, there's no compare, there's nothing you can compare it to. We're just like, <laughs> just like, I don't know, I have this thing where I find it attractive when a girl swears. So I'll be in a meeting when I used to have a job. <laughs> I'll be in a meeting at work. And a girl who's like moderately attractive says, you know what? Yeah, she says, you know what? I'm pretty fucking tired of this. I'm like, oh, God. I'm not going to be able to work the rest of the day. <laughs> Just... Erectile dysfunction at 40? Bring it on. Bring it on. Lower testosterone? Bring it on. I'll take it. Sure, I'll get a bit of a bigger gut and I won't be able to build muscles fast. I don't give a fuck. Maybe I'll be able to focus. Maybe I'll be able to read a book. God damn it. These guys who are like 70 taking Viagra, like, just let it go. It's over. You had your time. Just enjoy the freedom. Enjoy the mental clarity of not having... A demon in the back of your head being like, hey, I think she might, she might be into you. She might be, <laughs> she might be into you. She go talk to her. She go do it. You fucking, you're at a Zara. Girls folding a fucking pair of jeans. Like, hey, she might be the, might, she might, could. It could. Just like, demon in the back of your head. Just like, it could. It could. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. I don't give a fuck. I am... I'm like, obviously, like... You know, I'm still in my late 20s for a couple months. So, you know, happy to have it. But, like, to be in your fucking 40s and, like, your testosterone's going going down you're finally able to form a thought and you want to ruin that with testosterone replacement or Viagra or any of those fucking things, like... No, man... Do all the things you wanted to do in your life, but you're 
dick always got in the way. Go do those. Go live those dreams. Go be yourself. Be happy. Okay, that's it. That's uh, that's all I got. That's all I've been thinking about the past two weeks is those fucking those bullshit things. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being on this journey with me as I be a journeyman. Um, yeah. This uh, I guess the next podcast will be at my parents, so I'll probably be fucking. Uh, in a basement somewhere or like in the garage and fucking my mom will probably walk in what are you doing i'm kidding i don't know why i said that my mom's awesome um but yeah thank you for the past couple years of listening to me rant and rave at my condo Uh, i hope to bring the same energy to my parents humble abode um that's it enjoy your weekend if you're listening to this if you're in canada and america and you have a long weekend this weekend I hope you enjoy it. Happy early birthday to my buddy Breezy, turning 30. My guy, uh, looking forward to celebrating with him. Um, And anyone listening, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your life. Peace, love, positivity. Listen to the new Logic album, Peace, Love, Positivity. It's called No Pressure. Um, And uh, yeah, I don't know how to end these things other than saying goodbye. So goodbye. I love you and always will. Ciao.